Hello there, and welcome to CocoaPods Podcast, a podcast of the Birth Center for Natural Deliveries Foundation. Let me ask you, my listeners out there, a few questions. Which of the following habits do you have? Are you a smoker? Do you like an occasional drink or more? Can you say no to fried or fatty food? Which statement describes your lifestyle best? Is your lifestyle mostly sedentary, lying around, or do you take regular walks and are physically active? Are you overweight, or do you see yourself as slightly out of shape? Do you at times have symptoms of chest pain, shortness of breath, blood pressure fluctuations up and down, headaches and dizziness? And when do you notice shortness of breath? Is it when you walk or only when you run or carry something heavy? What if you were having a heart attack or a stroke and you didn't even know? My name is Dr. Bola Sugade. I'm an OBGYN, a family physician, a minimally invasive robotic gynecologic surgeon, a women's health specialist, and an advocate for prevention and minimally invasive interventions. Out of the approximately 330 million people in the United States, just a little less than a million people die of heart disease, stroke, and cardiovascular diseases every year. Really, every 36 seconds in the United States, an adult dies from cardiovascular disease. These are mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, and friends, all gone because of a disease that is largely preventable. This is the puzzle, the program I'm going to talk about is trying to solve. Would you not want to know about such a program that tries to save people and prevent 1 million heart attacks and strokes within five years? The Million Hearts program focuses on teaching all of us and using a small set of steps to improve heart health for all. Who started this? The CDC, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, CMS, started this program really in 2017 and are renewed now in the 2022 to 2027 cycle. One of the CDC's jobs as the United States Health Protection Agency, apart from taking the health pulse of our nation, is helping us tackle the biggest health problems causing death and disability among Americans. Every year, about 700 women in the United States die from pregnancy-related problems, and there are identifiable risk factors for pregnancy-related heart problems. In the United States, disease and dysfunction of the heart and vascular system, known as cardiovascular disease, is now the leading cause of death in pregnant women and women in the postpartum period, accounting for about four deaths per 
100,000 live births, a rate almost twice that of the United Kingdom. Minority and black women are affected more. And so the vision with this program is that we believe in the real possibility of averting one million preventable cardiovascular disease events in the next five years. The good thing about this CDC strategic plan is it plans to advance science and health equity. Health equity is a key word here. Health equity is when everyone, I mean, everyone has a fair and just opportunity to be as healthy as possible. We see that these inequities do not just affect those groups that are hardest hit. They affect us all. The COVID-19 pandemic is the most recent and glaring example of this. Health equity is so important because we truly live in a very interconnected world. What happens in one small community can ripple out across states, countries, and the globe, whether it is access to vaccines, mental health care, maternity health, or primary care, people's health and welfare in one place affect people everywhere. Narrowing health disparities can have an overarching positive effect around the world. Looking at this makes me draw a parallel from the education sector. It reminds me of what a chief of Bafemi Awolowo had once said to a group of people. The children of the poor you failed to train will never let your children have peace. By diminishing the economic, health, education, and overall human potential of millions of people in this country, health inequities and disparities weaken our entire society and leave us unprepared for public health threats. As an agency, the CDC is transforming its public health research, surveillance and implementation science efforts to shift from simply talking about it, listing the markers of health inequities, to doing more about it identifying and addressing the drivers of these disparities. So as a people, individually, what can we do? What must we do to live heart-healthy, heart-attack and stroke-free lives? One of the things is that can pregnant and recently delivered women, people with high blood pressure, which is an estimated 47% of U.S. adults, 116 million people, can they measure their blood pressure themselves in a program called Self-Measured Blood Pressure Monitoring? And plus the additional clinical support, can this be one strategy that can reduce the risk of disability, that is heart attack, stroke, heart failure, dementia, and kidney disease, or reduce death 
from high blood pressure. Could a program like this bring those potentially undiagnosed with high blood pressure that are hiding in plain sight into the open? There is indeed a big deal about controlling our blood pressures. For pregnant and postpartum women with hypertension, the Million Hearts 2027 aims to reduce disparities in cardiovascular health, reaching for equity by supporting widespread self-measured blood pressure monitoring use for people with hypertensive disorders during pregnancy, and also expanding Medicaid for self-measured blood pressure monitoring devices, and also for self-measured blood pressure monitoring device loaner programs. Also, for expanding postpartum coverage for one year and for telehealth services. In the upcoming episode, we discussed how we can help empower people to take the small steps that will help lower their risk. We know we can't change everything today, but it's never too late to start. As Cheikh Lo, the Senegalese musician, sang so simply, Elne Jamey Trotad, it's never too late to start. But bit by bit, petit a petit, we can empower more people to stand up and take back their health one small step at a time. Heart disease, stroke, and their modifiable risk factors. Modifiable meaning these are things we can do something about. They are experienced disproportionately throughout the United States population based on race, ethnicity, social determinants of health and geography. Structural racism, discriminatory economic policies, and other systemic factors have contributed to these disparities by increasing financial stress, creating distrust of the medical system, curtailing access to quality health care, and segregating populations into unsafe and unhealthy neighborhoods. These stressors can limit certain populations' chance to be healthy, for example, by limiting their ability to do certain things. Number one, how can people with little means pay for medications, afford home blood pressure devices, or be able to afford to live in areas that offer services like cardiac rehabilitation? Number two, how can they get help for nicotine dependence? Number three, exercise safely? We probably need to look further into the patterns of African-American leisure lifestyles as investigated by Ralph Ellison, how the leisure practices of African-Americans have evolved over the years in very divergent ways from non-Hispanic white leisure practices. Ellison talked about African-Americans, for instance, walking from sunup to sundown, to put food on the table, leaving no time for leisure exercise. Number four, we need to breathe smoke and particle pollution-free air, but also understand 
and keep evaluating with a hope to ameliorate the disparities even here that have roots in historic practices like redlining and how communities of color, especially black communities, have been concentrated in areas adjacent to industrial facilities and industrial zones, and that this goes back for decades. Looking at the report by Hiroko Tabuchi and Nadja Popovich, the Million Hearts 2027 aims to advance health equity through specific policies, processes, and practices that provide fair access to resources and opportunities that enable cardiovascular health for all with a deliberate emphasis on several populations. There are several campaigns out there. There's the CDC Hear Her campaign. Above all, listen to your patient. This campaign seeks to prevent pregnancy-related deaths by raising awareness of urgent maternal warning signs during and after pregnancy and improving communication between patients and their healthcare providers. There's the Release the Pressure campaign that seeks to empower Black women in taking preventive action to protect their heart health by encouraging them to be a part of a healthy blood pressure movement. There's the Million Hearts Live to the Beat campaign, which is a belief change campaign that aims to reduce the risk of cardiovascular disease among Black adults ages 35 to 54 by encouraging them to take small steps to move more, eat better, and work with a healthcare professional to address key risk factors like hypertension, high cholesterol, and high blood sugar. There's the million hearts Start Small, Live Big campaign that encourages adults 55 years and older to get back on track with the small steps like scheduling their medical appointments, getting active, eating healthy to reduce their risk of cardiovascular disease. There's the Move Your Way campaign. Walk, run, dance, play. What's your move? Everyone needs physical activity to stay healthy, but it can be hard to find time in our busy schedules. The Move Your Way tools, videos, and fact sheets on the health.gov page have tips to make it easier to get a little bit more active despite our busy schedules. And small changes can add up to big health benefits. What if you are diagnosed with a dreaded heart attack or stroke and live to tell about it? In the podcast, we discuss the fact that once you have had a cardiac event, there is cardiac rehabilitation, cardiac rehab, what it is and what it can do as a comprehensive secondary prevention program designed to improve cardiovascular health following a cardiac event or procedure. And you think, where can I get more information? How can my local community get involved? 
Number one, there is 24-7 help available with live agents by phone and email at cdc-info to help find the latest, reliable, and science-based health information on more than 750 health topics. The CDC is the nation's premier health promotion, prevention, and preparedness agency. Number two, the Million Hearts Program provides a repertoire of evidence-based strategies and resources for clinicians, public health professionals, and patients to prevent one million cardiovascular events in five years. The Birth Center for Natural Deliveries Foundation is happy to join with the CDC Foundation the Million Hearts Initiative, and organizations across the nation in sharing these important messages. We are very fortunate that in our next two upcoming podcast episodes, we will have the authority on the Million Hearts Initiative discussing some of these topics with us. Will your heart be one in the million to be saved? Oh yeah. Il n'est jamais trop tard. Il n'est jamais trop tard. Il n'est jamais trop tard. Il n'est jamais trop tard Mes copains ont des voitures Il y en a d'autres à l'aventure Mes copains ils sont partis Oh mais moi je suis là Pour servir mon pays Et je suis là Il n'est jamais trop tard Il n'est jamais trop tard Il n'est jamais trop tard, il n'est jamais trop tard. Mes copains ont des voitures, il y en a d'autres à l'aventure. Mes copains ont des villages, mes copains ils sont partis. Oh mais moi je suis là pour servir mon pays. Oh je suis là, petit à petit, va se faire son nid. Petit à petit, va se faire son nid. Petit à petit. Petit à petit, 
Will your heart be one in the million to be saved? <laughs> 